You know, life is lived in chapters, and sometimes it's time for a chapter to end and a new chapter to begin, and that involves some decision-making on our part. Uh, How can we be confident that it's time to perhaps make a change? Let's talk about it today on Beyond the Notes. Okay, okay, right out of the gate, I want to do a little bit of a disclaimer, because in case you're thinking that by the time we're finished with this episode, you're going to have a magic formula that will always lead you to a godly decision in subjective matters, well, I'm going to end up disappointing you, so I figured I would go ahead and warn you on the front end. But there are some principles, and there are some ideas we can share. I'm I'm coming at this this morning because in the Lord's Day message this last Sunday, we talked about this passage in 2 Corinthians 2, where Paul, on his way to meet Titus, has left Ephesus. It's, it's uh, actually occurring in Acts chapter 20, verse 1. But Paul is recounting it as he writes 2 Corinthians a, a little bit later. His journey to uh, meet Titus, ultimately in Philippi, took him through Troas. And he paused in Troas, apparently, verse Uh, 12 and 13 of 2 Corinthians 2, when I came to Troas to preach the gospel of Christ, even though a door was open for me in the Lord, my spirit was not at rest because I did not find my brother Titus there. So I took leave of them and went on to Macedonia. So during that little stopover in Troas, God had given him some success, um, an open door He had seen that he was there, in addition to his travels, he was there to preach the gospel. And yet, he moved on to Macedonia, which is northern Greece, ultimately the city of Philippi, from which he would then write 2 Corinthians. And all of that is encapsulated in a brief moment in the book of Acts, early in chapter 20. But the question then becomes, uh, I took leave of them and went on. How, How... How could Paul know that he was right to do that? Earlier in the book of Acts, his his earlier trip to Macedonia came in response to a vision from God, the so-called Macedonian call that is in Acts chapter 16. And that was certainly unambiguous, a vision from God calling him to go and begin to plant churches in Europe. Uh, You and I should not look for a vision in the way that an apostle experienced a vision slash visitation uh, that led him to know God's will, certainly. Because remember, you and I get our direct knowledge of things that are absolutely God's will from Scripture. That's what the doctrine of sola scriptura, scriptura alone, gives us. Paul, remember, is being used of God to author much of the New Testament. We Instead, have it and take our certain leadership from there. But we still have to make decisions from time to time. And some of those decisions are a little consequential. Paul was being used of God in Troas and things were going well. We know from the composite history in the, in the book of Acts that later when Paul comes back through and visits Troas again, he's able to worship with the church. And I'm assuming that church was planted in this brief stopover. And yet Paul, <coughs> Paul left and went on. So how how can we how can we know when it's time for a change? 
Well, let me go ahead and again give you a disclaimer. We can't know with absolute certainty, but we're not called to know with absolute certainty. What do I mean? Well, first, let's talk about some foundations. If you're in a situation where you're making making decisions about a, a next chapter of your life, maybe it's a next job, maybe it's a next move geographically, something, something that's a noteworthy scene. There are a couple of things that I would call very, very foundational that you're going to need to need to make certain you've got locked in. The first is you need to trust to God's providence. You need to trust that when it's all said and done, God will be found to have ruled and overruled in every aspect of the unfolding of the history in his creation. God's got this. And you're not going to be penalized. God is not taking his, his sovereign will and, and, and hiding it like a pea under a walnut shell and like he's playing a shell game with you. And if you, if you guess the wrong one and take the wrong direction, God's going to zot you in something where God has not given explicit guidance in his word. You can trust that his providence is overseeing the unfolding of things, even the unfolding things in your life. Now, that's not the same as trusting you'll always know with certainty what he's up to, but you will find out when all is said and done that he has worked all things together for your good, and you can trust that. Second, you can resolve. I've had a, had a conversation with another Bible teacher at our church just in recent days about my, my statement, and I've made it several times, that, that feelings of personal peace are not an indicator that you have found God's will. And I stand by that statement. My, my brother teacher asked me to, to make certain I was clear about something. Um, when I say that, that feelings of personal peace are not an indicator that you have found God's will, what I mean by that is a, a blissful sense that something is going to be easy. Don't use a, um, a sense of, wow, the easier way to do this, therefore the way about which I feel most peace is this, therefore that must be God's will. Don't fall into that trap. What my brother wanted to warn me about is, is make certain that people don't hear you say that having come to resolve is a good thing. I am at peace with my decision, though my decision might be difficult. Coming to resolve is a good thing. Paul knew what his overall life mission was. Paul was a missionary apostolic church planter. And so the default for Paul was always going to be move along to the next step. Paul knew that his whole life ministry was about move along to the next step. So as you grow in an awareness of your own spiritual gifting, as you grow in an awareness of your own personal purposes and missions, what God has put you here to do, then, then as you have that resolved, then that can be a part of knowing what God's next step for you is. If I had a terrific opportunity come at me today to go be a strawberry farmer, I'm not going to be bothered greatly by, by I'm not going to wrestle hard with, does God want me to go out there and start a strawberry farming venture because God has made it really clear to me down decades and decades of some, some knowledge of what I am and what I am not, and I am certainly not a strawberry farmer. So resolving to know your own mission and your own assignment from God for your life. So foundation, trust to God's providence, resolve to know who he has made you to be.
And then when it comes right down to some decision you have to make, the very first thing you have to do is decide, is there some biblical mandate in play regarding this decision? You don't have to wonder if it's God's will that you stay in your marriage. God hates divorce. And with very narrow exceptions, overt, you know, adultery or abandonment by an unbelieving spouse, you can be pretty confident. It's God's will. You stay in that marriage. In fact, you can be confident, not pretty confident. You have made a covenant commitment. If you've signed a contract for something, it's God's will that you honor it. If you've entered into a covenant, it's God's will that you stay with it until he explicitly ends that term, marriage, for example, till death do you part. You don't have to wonder about it being God's will if you've already made a commitment. You don't have to wonder if it's God's will if biblical obedience is in place. But sometimes... There's, there's not a biblical mandate. Sometimes there's not a specific covenant. In the paragraph before us, Paul had not told, apparently, the people in Troas that he would stay with them for five years. Paul was not obligated biblically to disciple the church at Troas for some fixed period of time. He, he in that sense, was free to make the legitimate decision to move on. So why did he make the decision to move on? And this is what it comes down to. If you're trusting God's providence, if you're acting in, in a consistent way with what God has made you, if you're obeying biblical directive, if you're not violating a, a covenant, the issue is preference. There it is. Paul decided it was probably good to leave Troas and hop on over to northern Greece, well, sail on over to northern Greece, and, and look for Titus there, because Titus would be coming through that way on his way to meet Paul. He, he did it because, well, it was his preference to do it. And yes, perhaps there's the conversation with the multitude of counselors, which could be another important step. But at the end of the day, it comes down to, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm walking in obedience. I'm walking in an awareness of my mission in life. I'm not rebelling against something that you've led me to do, and I'm not breaking my word. So, Lord, I'm going to take this next step because I want to take this next step. And that's okay. That's okay. One of my very favorite quotes, and this is dangerous if you half understand it, but it's marvelously liberating if you do. One of the very, very early church fathers is St. Augustine of Hippo. St. Augustine, Florida is named after this, this historical saint from the early history of the church. And Augustine said, love God and do as you please. Now, by love God, Augustine meant trust in his providence, obey his word, keep your word, be biblically obedient, build that framework. And then within that framework, make, make sound decisions and execute them. So if you want to absolutely know you're in God's will regarding what T-shirt you wear next time you have a day off and want to wear a T-shirt, well, you're never going to know whether it was God's will or not that you wore the red T-shirt or the blue T-shirt or the green T-shirt. But you're going to know that God's providence had you covered and that you had the freedom to choose whatever T-shirt you wanted. Um, and at the end of the day, in the scale of the living God of the universe, most of the decisions that we make electively 
way about the same thing as the color of our t-shirt. As long as we're being obedient to where he has spoken and trusting him to run his universe. I want you to think about that some, and I hope by now you're sharing, liking our podcast, and I look forward to being with you again on future episodes of Beyond the Notes.